Now, there were others in the earth, and all men were wicked. Do we know that one from Genesis chapter 6 yet? There is a way to go back in time. There is a way to succeed. There is a way. There is a way. When all men are wicked, we must say, then we go back and see now. And at that now, we take a footstep back to the past by repenting and we become Noah, the only righteous man of his day, Noah and his family. Now... The earth was exceedingly wicked, and all men were wicked. No, Noah does not transverse into that wicked world, but that wicked world can take a step back and examine that little word, now. And it's in the New Testament. It says, now is the day of salvation. It says in the Old Testament, too. So now, take this step back and be Noah in Exodus the great commandments and the blessings before the commands and the idea that there are curses that exist. Now, do not try to erase your curses. We try not to act out the curse, but we definitely do not break our curse. There is a saying in the New Testament that says Jesus broke the curse of sin. But that is not true. It says Jesus, therefore, the lamb slain gave unto him a writing instrument. And that means Jesus became the now which is not true for the individual what Jesus did was he stood there for all men on one day and placed himself in a position and in that position God showed a certain sign and it's the idea that the day of Noah was coming upon us again. And when it came upon us again, we would know that because we would start to see all men began to question Jesus because they were forgetting now the earth was exceedingly wicked and looking to the king. Now, if we look to the king as Noah is represented there to be the king, a civilization, what must we learn? There's two things we must learn. The earth will be destroyed by water in Noah's day. Then he says to Noah, I will not destroy the earth again by water. But then there's the now in the New Testament that Jesus is saying. He's saying it. He's not being it. He's saying it. And then there will come a day when fire will come down from the heavens and destroy wicked men and they'll run into the crevices of the rocks. They'll even grow so wicked against God they will put shafts in the mountains and fire, pillars of fire back at the Holy One of Israel. But then increasingly, then and 
now if they would move back to the day whence they had come they would understand that the Noah was the savior and Jesus was the prophet who was Noah's sacrifice so if Jesus fled he fled and if he rose he rose and if he was still in the tomb stolen by his followers he was stolen but he lived and that message went out in the relevancy of wicked men and that's how that thing you always try to say right there gets rejected by everybody when you start to say you know he did this and he did that and it builds the rejection theory then in holiness so we don't have to become the slave to our sins that static energy that Jesus created running around the promised land he created static energy and it directly influencing Israel today as a hedge of protection the angels and the flesh wall of fire go around the camp and it lays into the people the wall doesn't lay out that's Jericho that was the deception of God coming down and blowing the walls outward and taking the city but now the walls shall be then henceforth gathering the people within and the people feel the walls instead of feeling God because God in his great being is very powerful and that's how the United States receives power from on high the United States is used to God now Israel is an anointing it's a patch of cucumbers with little jackrabbits that come and try and get the cucumbers and the man sits over the city and the city sits over the nation and inside the walls gets filled with the anointing of the man in charge but the jackrabbits come and try and steal sometimes and sometimes the jackrabbits in charge so then once we develop that story we see that that anointing is what causes the bubble of the world and in America we feel rejected by God how God rejects us and we have to receive the anointing from scriptures that says he's really not rejecting us it's just we're not in the right place all the time and it makes us busy little people it makes us happy little people when we learn what rejection is and solitude then we see the great Davidic and his suffering how David conquered the world for salvation and it's under King David we sit and there we reminisce the days of old of Bathsheba and though Bathsheba was once proven righteous we remember her once as unrighteous and we celebrate unrighteousness as a facade as a play as an infinite symphony to drive the Holy Spirit into the men that have to do the job who are they doing the job for that's a big question 
there is a big question who we do the job for. Do we do the job for ourselves? Do we do it for our sister or our brother? We say those things in our heart are called emotional, sensory. But the thing we do the job for is the elected officials. We do the job for the elected officials. See how that, if you get that family right in there, on the emotional level that you're doing it for your family, you get the right emotional cucumber patch inside your soul. And then God doesn't seem as wrathful all the time. But sometimes when we sit outside, we feel so ashamed of ourselves. If we're smoking a cigarette, we try to feel unshameful and it hurts us. So what then shall we do for healing in America? Well, there's three things you can do for healing in America. You can take care of your feet. You can do small exercise. And you can take psychology as a course in college. Death and dying is a course of psychology in college. And that's where we see the infinite spirit of the world. Now other countries follow other parts of the deity of God. But we all enjoy the part of death and dying in every culture. In each and every aspect. The traditions are different. But the culture is the same. We grieve and we rejoice at the death of another person when they come to their last day and die. We find that satisfactory. And that's why as believers we study the cross to be satisfied with death. For where has death has lost its sting Now that's what Jesus really did, was take the sting of death. Now you might hear someone say sometimes that uh, he saved you, he filled you with the Holy Spirit. That's a definite article of religious exegesis on verses for yourself individually as the homily is separate from the mass. The homily helps us to discern the God part that lives in us, as in Corinthians, the head and the feet of the church are all different members. So there, how you build that little bubble as it exists with anointing with men in the church, there's the head of the church that is over the feet and the hands of the church. But they're not over it totally. You gotta study Israel to understand that. How Israel has an anointed man over the whole troop, the whole city, the whole kids, everything. And they run around and they do their thing individually as they think on their leader. In America, it's a little bit different. The church is the head of those people and we think of our religious leader and our political leaders are above us and we pray about our political leaders. 
Now, you might think that's the correct way, and it is, but also in the church, you become an individual person as well. In other cultures, your idea is to become the leader of your nation and do things that that leader would ask you to do or esteem you to do, and you would conquer your fears and your doubts, thinking about that person and the race of people that you are. Now in America, we have our religious leader that's the head, and the religious leader's pate comes down to us, and it spakes to us. And we learn emotional satisfactory in family by having discomfort from the religious leader. And therefore, in America, we too are sheep in his pastures. Now, David conquered the world, brings salvation. As I said, now, if you know Jesus, Jesus was the prophet who was teaching Moses was the savior of the world. But David redeemed his children And then you have uh, the idea of today's religious leader and that that movement is based off of King David and Jesus and Noah in a way that is different than the rest of the world. Because in America, our political leaders are above us and do not influence us and if we think on them and we hear something being said it's for our religious leader at our church or our synagogue or our mosque and that's how the anointings are built and usually once the anointing is built you would have a baptism or it's christening And then you would develop things in your home that were run to your religion. Now, if you talk about the Muslim religion, the circumcision is a big part of the Muslim religion. Now, the Christian religion, it's not so. Neither is it in the Arab religion. You see, there's difference. Even though one opposes the other in thought, They still manufacture similar people. So really the church in America is on the Arab side. That's a very important note to say to yourself. Because everyone needs a friend. And Jesus said keep your enemies close to you than your friends in the Old Testament. If you study Jesus, that's him saying it. But if you study here Krishna, that's here Krishna saying it. And those men, just like Moses, he came out and he blinded 70 people to prove that the Quran was correct. He blinded 70 people. And once that was proven correct, it was adopted as a religious book. And back in uh, 1960 or so, 1860, I can't remember the copyright right now, but you've got to look at this up. 
sales rights to Quran in English. And once you get the Quran in English, you can get the appropriate spirituality for the American system of government awareness. A lot of our English is based off of the Quran spirit. Uh, the way the words are put together and conjuncted and things like that. So if you were worrying about world religion tonight, I want you to say to yourself, My God knows my heart. And my God knows my heart is not my heart. My heart is dear Lord. That heart is loosed in every religion, in every person across the world. Sometimes that fades and you get a little something in you. But when it comes back to it, the only thing that's on your heart is dear Lord. So many of my Muslim friends have said it just means dear Lord. As he said unto the people, he that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if in you you're feeling something different, you're just in the midst of a spiritual thought. See, now your brain kicks in now and you can know the renewal of the mind and the spirit then. And once you know the spirit, you have the laws that you have to study to agree with the spirit more and more. And that's called sanctification. So as you're in your cabbage and cucumber patches across the world, remember, if you feel God has touched you, go back, go back, go back. Study the law, study the law, study the law. And then once you're firm in the law, then other things will not move you and other people will not be degenerate. Now, if you understand American culture, blacks are degenerate on purpose to allow some blacks and many whites to enjoy the spiritual discernments of the idea of pressure in God's spirit and mindset. Some people recognize this early and do goofy little silly things that look so sinful but they're to be ignored and when you ignore it that's when God comes to you and resides in you and with the touch to your belly he puts the water in you. And when the water is there, there is life. Everywhere the river goes, there is life. So tonight, think about life. Think about your cucumber patch and your jackrabbits. My jackrabbits here where I'm at are some of the most friendly people you could ever meet. People put on the play of the Bible if you really, really think.